This episode of Vic's Basement is brought to you by EB Games. Support us by buying your video games at EB Games. Welcome to my basement, everybody! <laughs> Hello! Yeah, should we do this? Yo! Hands up! Hiya! It's our first week back on television. What? Pretty good week, huh? I had fun. Yeah. Do you still, do you want to renew my contract? Yeah. Sign here. Yep, okay, right there. All right, yes, guys, yep. I got a contract. We get to make TV for the rest of the year. It feels pretty damn good, and uh, we, I think we started off pretty strong. I've been pretty happy with watching the shows. It's a new format. I definitely want to hear what you guys think. I think we They'll all want to hear it. We don't need to hear. We no, I want to hear. I want to no. hear. I want to get the feedback. We already know what the answer is going to be. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> uh, some people aren't loving it. I've been reading some tweets. Some people are what? really missing reviews on the run. Oh. And they missed the rundown. Uh, we're going to have some news about the rundown. Does because, anybody miss Brianna? Uh, nobody's <laughs> asking about Brianna, but they probably will right now. What about now. Tommy? Uh, people will that? ask about Tommy, yeah. Tommy! Yeah. Yeah, no, we've had uh, some incredible people on the show over the years, for sure. And people are fond of individuals. He would not agree. Oh. He would not agree. Some, some people. <laughs> some people. Uh, so we had a good week. Yes, we did. I Guys. went to Seattle for a day. Oh, tell us about that. Yeah. No, I know you hate hearing these stories, no, so I'm not going to go into it. You yeah, did you a do. travel story, and I realized that last week... I don't know if you want people to know this. Vic was in Disneyland. Was it last week? Two weeks well, ago. Well, we didn't talk about we it never last week in the basement. It, oh, we, got, we got right into the movie the stuff. Movie thing. Oh, yeah, we did, didn't we? Yeah, you yeah. never talked yeah. about it. I yeah. don't even know what you did there other than put Ruby on a teacup. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was Ruby's third birthday, so we went to Disneyland. It was amazing. And uh, Ruby's definitely, as they get older, and this is probably just going to be um, a, a sage advice for... Uh, uh, would-be parents or parents to Me. be in the future, and possibly Marissa. you. Uh, they uh, they want to own a lot more stuff as they grow. Oh older. Yeah. yeah. So what did she want? Everything. She, okay. she would just pick up stuff. Can you buy this? Can you buy me this? Um, can, can we buy this? Right. I think we really really need this oh. right now. Uh, and that wasn't, we were lucky enough to be able to do that when she turned two as well to go to Disneyland. And that didn't happen then because everything was brand new. But this year, it wasn't quite as brand new, but it was still magical. But she wanted to buy one of everything while we were there. She is becoming a collector, much like her father, I yes. think. Yes, yeah. So you might have a problem right. in your home. Yes, yeah. <laughs> you need to have locks a Ruby collection room. Is what I need, right? A locks in the doors. Yeah. <laughs> Because she does just right. come right into the into the uh, basement now while I'm playing uh, horrific games like The Order. Oh. And then I freak out and like wires get pulled and yanked and TVs go off. And... Should we? Uh, Mostly I mean, it's boring. It's not really <laughs> horrific. Yeah. Well, no, uh, is I know, that there's... the segue into The Order though? Can you, you guys want to talk about sure, that? Sure. Yeah. Hear more about Disneyland. Though. Well, but... Disney. Did, you know what was great is we went with uh, another family and then we. Uh, Who was this? The Ripples. Uh, the. the <laughs> <laughs> It was Don Rick Rickles actually. Oh, the no, Rickles. No, we went with uh, we went with uh, some some great friends of ours from Vancouver, and then we also met uh, friends that we have in Los Angeles, and then uh, uh, friends that have been traveling came to Disneyland as well. So they traveled there. So all of these people surprised Ruby on her birthday. She had no idea that all of this stuff was coming for her. And uh, it was just a really fantastic time. It's very hard to coordinate when you have an army of people yeah. to go to things that everyone's going to like. And I found myself producing a lot of things oh. and being told off 
Like, just relax. Let's let everybody make the side. I was like, well, uh, are we going to do anything? Yeah, yeah, who was telling you? Was it the wife or was it the other people? My wife was letting me know that I was getting She's been producing you as you've been producing us. Yeah. That's the chain of command. Yeah. Isn't that how it goes, though? I guess it is. I'm not married, so I don't know. Well, you were married, so you should know. I was married. That's right. Jennifer Garner. Right. That's when it went to the toilet. You were the, one, the husband you. that they never talk about. The one that was taken off of IMDb. Before, <laughs> yeah. I've been taken off IMDb more than once. Okay? Before Ben Affleck, it was me. Uh, You're the husband that never makes it to Wikipedia. Uh, no. But, Jesus. Sorry, I'm sorry. Well, it took me a second to realize Vic was getting mean. I'm sorry. And it's not like him at all, so you don't expect it. At so. Disneyland turned me into a mean. Did you some, did you, you do know. Pirates of the Caribbean? Yeah, Pirates is incredible. Pirates is incredible. The uh, the mountain roller coaster thing is incredible. Realized this time, I, I, you know, like we're gonna move on and talk about video games, but realized this time that the the classic Disney park is better than the California Adventures part of the park. Oh. And last year I thought it was California that was cooler because it had all the cars and Pixar-y modern stuff, but it's the classic Disney stuff that is the coolest. And, and the other crazy thing that I never recognized uh, is how fun it was because uh, to, you know, to chase and find the princesses with my daughter so that oh, she would yeah. be all excited. I never have been excited about, you know, taking photographs of the Disney princesses before. Right. And it felt like, I, and I kind of clued into this when I was out there, is that this is a whole new world that I've never, ever thought of before. That's that, also a line in a Disney song. Yeah, well, true. Uh, that my daughter is going to, uh, you know get me to kind of pay attention to and it felt like uh, reading the Marvel comics for the first time <laughs> when I was uh, constantly talking with Tommy about how much he loved Spider-Man I'd never read the Marvel comics and then I started reading all the Marvel comics it was like a whole new world for, so now for you're that. into princesses well, I, I had a lot of fun yeah. with my daughter meeting these princesses and taking photos and watching the excitement and I you know I never thought of anything like that sure, uh, yeah. two yeah. things don't do that two things Two things. When I saw some photos of you at Disney, yeah. and you were wearing this exact shirt. Uh, no, I didn't bring this shirt. I, I went to no flannel on but this I, shirt, but I brought plaid. I, but yours, it was, I, it was, it was blue brown. and it was blue and black. But it's funny but though. What you're seeing is gold. <laughs> right, right. It was gold. when I would see you on the social media. Yeah. You would just be wearing your work outfits to enjoy your vacation, I, and I, I thought I don't just play me on TV. I'm actually me, <laughs> and I have the same wardrobe. Uh, the other thing is, what I know you have to collect stuff and buy stuff, and yeah. you like toys, and I know Ruby likes toys too. Yeah. What's one thing you bought and one thing Ruby bought? Uh, I actually didn't buy anything. Don't for, for listen. Nothing, it's just but, us. Uh, Wait, I nothing Star Wars? Didn't buy anything. Vic? No, no I wanted... Um, they have the... I bought some of these things last year when I went. They have these cool sort of uh, little vinyl custom painted type things. Mm. But they have them in all the Disney stores, in the malls and everything that's now. That's true. So okay. I didn't they buy anything. They don't have anything. anything there that they don't have in the stores? No, and that's one of the disappointing things about Disneyland is that it doesn't... They don't have cool collectible stuff. There's an opportunity mm. there for them to have like hot toy because they own Marvel and all that stuff now mm -hmm. right and Star Wars they could have amazing $200 you know beautiful collector type sort of nerd geeky stuff like that but they don't they have lots of cheap little plasticky action figures that uh, you know 
they're, that are just not cool. They just won't stand mm. the test of time. The fact that you can buy them there is, is kind of cool. But did, like the Indiana we... Jones store, they have an Indiana Jones store there. God, you must have been using They didn't everywhere. have anything that I want at an Indiana Jones store. They didn't have anything you nothing. want. Nothing. Well, I mean, they didn't have anything you don't already no, own. No, no, nothing I would buy. Like, no oh. cool figures. What? Maybe you're different now. Terrible whip. Uh, you know, cheesy whip type See if thing. He's got a battery. He might not be really big. <laughs> <laughs> well, Te terrible, uh, you know, fake indie hats and stuff. Yeah, it was really. That's the only disappointing thing about Disney. Did Ruby that, get anything? Just one thing. Yeah, no, I got her um, thing. Uh, Elsa and Anna figures. What are those? Cool Frozen? Set from Frozen, Frozen, and she got a uh, a little baby uh, Rapunzel. From, did you uh, ride any from... rides? And if so, what did it do to your hair? Uh, hair was fine. Everything really was, just flew back a little bit. It was it was all good. Got a little splashes. It was uh, it was good. It was great. What man. ride it was did you relaxing. ride? I went Space on a couple mountain? of roller coasters, and I didn't get to do Space Mountain. You did roller route. coaster? Did you do the mountain one? I did the mountain. The How did you not know these? Have you been there? not Space Mountain, oh. but the other mountain one. Yeah, the one that's like an outdoor mountain. That was cool. Mountain. Yeah, there's dynamite going off and everything. That was awesome. And uh, have you never been? They don't have these in Saskatoon. Uh, they don't have these things in Saskatoon, no. I, I went when I was 16, actually, with my whole oh, family, did. and it, I was miserable. How can oh. you even see anything or do anything productive, like go to Disney when you're 16, because exactly. your hormones are just going crazy, <laughs> and all you're thinking about is just exactly. Timberlake and Ryan uh, all Gosling. Oh, no. all Back then, it was about. Ryan Philippi. Ryan, Ryan? Oh, yeah. Actually, it was, <laughs> yeah, Ryan you know what? I had a thing for Devin Sawa, weirdly enough. Please. Now you're just making up Star Wars. No, I'm movies. not. Devin Ooh. Sawa. Do you, do you remember that, do you remember that movie? One second. Do you remember that movie Idle Hands with like the, the evil hand? It doesn't yeah. matter. Just forget it. Idle Hands. Devin's also, he Sawaga? Was in, Sawaga? So what? He was in so some Devin's like Huckleberry Finn movie. I don't know. Uka Tiba Huka Devin Sawala. Devin Sawa. Felipe. Uh, okay. Yeah, okay. Disneyland was fun, but uh, yeah, I was very excited to come back. Did I was sleep really okay at night. Yeah, it was good. Did it you was... get any? Uh, what What do you eat there? They must have vegetarian options. Uh, oh, that was. Uh, uh, <laughs> what did you find ate, with no sugar? We, no, basically. we ate some stuff. It's uh, they have they have not the greatest restaurants in there, but we ate some stuff, and and uh, Ruby had some sugar. She was cool. There was a lot of stimulation, so she didn't flip out. She didn't have the sugar freak out. Uh, like yeah, I, had, I had early on. <laughs> did, did you? I did have one. <laughs> not doing it. No, I was, uh, it was great, but I was excited to come home, and I think it was unbelievably perfect timing because we basically could make the announcement that uh, you know, we were coming back, I think, right around the day that we were leaving. So yeah. it was just like, okay, I could exhale, go on this Disney trip, and come back super excited to get started. And then we released the press release and told everybody... Uh, we're last back. Friday, right? It was just last Friday. Man. Feels and like a million years. I know. Ago. And we've shipped uh, five shows and, yeah. and uh, we're you know, well into the next week. And uh, we had our first kind of all hands on deck production meeting. And there aren't that many hands right now. So it was, uh, it was, it was fun to kind of think and project for, forward for like the year. This is like half of our staff. Right yeah. <laughs> you are seeing it. <laughs> But it was, uh, yeah, no, it's, it was great, and it's great to be back. And you it's were in a hurry to, to come back to play the Order 1886, which yeah. didn't really turn out as the way it was hopefully going to turn out. Yeah, because that, I think some of the review copies were going out then, some of the reviews started to filter out there, so I was definitely seeing the hate. Yeah. And uh, I definitely wanted to make up my own mind, and we got our copies. And I like that you of. keep an open mind until I mean, I, you listen, won't give out the hate until you're I, ready to what, give out the hate. Look, the games industry has, uh, the games media has been uh, not always 
sort of you know neck and neck with or you know same same viewpoint that I have on mm -hmm. games. And the big one that stands out for me is the hate that Arkham Origins got, which I still just riles me up because I'm so angry because that I don't understand it. that was such an incredible game. Uh, it wasn't hate; it was more like ambivalence. It was six out of tens, man. That that well, I don't just, know who did that. That just drives me crazy but the because same that game was were so going great. Out for Destiny, yeah. These terrible scores yep. that were going out, yep. and we had so much fun with totally it. Totally, we did, yeah. So I, I mean, and I it's do got like, a long tail. It's a game that people are does, still playing. Yeah, but I do like that you. Uh, I mean, you do look on the sunnier side of things for sure. But when you need to give hate, you do. Like when we were reviewing the NHL game. Yeah. You. Yeah, you dish it out when you need to dish it out. Oh, for sure. No, I, I mean, I've said this before. I think that the the thing that I always think about when I'm reviewing these things is that people tried to build something and, yeah. you know, there's a lesson learned from everything that we, you know, consume in yeah. media. And uh, I, I know how difficult it is to build all of this stuff. It's not enough that we, you know, give people charity in that direction. And, and I, I don't want to... Uh, uh, just just because it works isn't mm -hmm. enough for, for good reviews to go out there. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I think we need to applaud the endeavor of, uh, of creation for sure and, and recognize how difficult things are. So and The you, Order is, yeah. is another great example of uh, something that looks unbelievably challenging to make mm -hmm. uh, and definitely deserves a lot of applause for a lot of the design work and the production work that went into it, but it's a, it's a failure. It's, it's just not a... It's not a good enough game by any estimation or definitely at the status that we've come to expect from Ready at Dawn or Sony first party, you know? So right. it's, uh, uh, in this case, I think a lot of the people are hitting it right in the bullseye. A lot of the criticism around this game, it's, it's yeah. not long enough and it's not fun enough. I just, I, I hate that you guys are disappointed with it. They just finished their review, so I just listened in, but... Yeah, uh, yeah I, don't, I don't know how much... We don't want to review it. Okay, no, yeah, but I, I'm i upset that there's so much disappointment uh, that's going along with this game, only because we gave it a lot of coverage on EP Daily because we were so we excited yeah. about it. Yeah, everyone. Yeah, it I mean, everyone was talking game. about this game. And, and um, yeah, all the love that we put behind the stories and all the love that the, the well, developers and the De dev team... Destiny was kind of like that, too. And I think yeah. I think this is something that the games industry needs to kind of rep, you know wrap their heads around is that uh, sometimes all of this hype and all of this coverage is a bit of an undoing, you know? Sometimes mm -hmm. it's, you gotta kinda let this stuff breathe a little and you can't orchestrate the hype so much that right. it suffocates within it, you know? And I think that's exactly what happened to Destiny, for sure. Mm -hmm. I think we, we had so much buildup for that damn thing. And I think if Activision and, it was such a mistake for them to release the budget numbers on oh, yeah. Destiny, and for that number to be floated around there, for us to ever think that $500 million was being invested towards this game, yeah. was a massive colossal mistake, mm -hmm. because the hype was huge already, and then it just escalated it to everything. Well, it wasn't just that, it was also the state of the whole industry. If there were more games that yes. were awesome, yeah. and then Destiny came along, we would have maybe, maybe devoted more kindly... Mm. review scores towards it right. or yeah, I think everybody just expected too much because that was the only thing we had anything any expectations for yeah it's like they, you know when it's it's true right you have a double edged sword when you have an open playing field like this you've got this uh, you can make a lot of noise when you come out but then the expectation especially when we're talking about next gen product and next gen hardware that it's going to be the best thing we've ever played like, look, is look enormous at, look at Dishonored from a couple of years yeah. ago 
that was a game that maybe if if it had that same spotlight, the same strength of spotlight that we shown on Destiny, mm. but it didn't. There yeah. were a lot of other games. It was a little title. We all got to cheer for it privately, and then it sort of. I mean, I don't know how well it sold. It sold well enough to make a sequel. Yeah. So obviously, it sold well enough, but like I don't think that game. If it was under had the same criteria, if it had the same amount of weight on its shoulders, would have maybe done as well as it did. Mm. Yeah, I, I mean, this is a tough one. This it's is marketing. I don't even care about marketing. And, and it's no, all I know, about but it plays or into sales. our feelings. Yeah, it, it, it does a little bit, right? Yeah. It does. It does. It. it uh, like you can't not sit there and play this game and go, "Is that it?" Well, yeah. it's got you werewolves know? in it. Yeah, the order as well. Yeah, right? how do you yeah. make a game that has werewolves in it? In which you get to gut werewolves. Mm-hmm. Somehow, that's bo- I'd rather do my taxes than gut a werewolf really? in this game. Well, you're just kind of watching it. Yeah, you're that's like, the big the big the, problem with yeah the, game. the mini game. What yeah. are they called? It's quick time. Q- QTEs, oh quick yeah. Time quick time. Uh, yeah. I do want to say that this one, this we one. are going to take questions as well. Vic and I don't have our phones at this time because we have Blake here with us. Yay, Blake! Blake. Can't see him. <laughs> he can't get there. That's, okay. that's, that's, so that's awesome. Um, who Blake, is a, monitoring the chat? <laughs> Blake, can you oh, get give that? me a break? Okay, so. Yep. One question somebody had is free to play Fable Legend. Oh yeah. yeah. How uh, do you feel about it? I I think it's a smart move on Microsoft's part to I go don't know in. if you heard he said free to play Fable. Yeah, Legends. Fable yeah. Legends. So the next Fable game is going to be uh, free to play. Yeah. Smart move on Microsoft's part. It's uh, going to be playable on Windows. So what that means it's going to be playable on all of their. Uh, uh, Surface tablets and everything that they've got all fully integrated as well as Xbox One. Whoever has one of those well, can use uh, that and play it on that. But this should be an iPad game. Yeah, maybe it will be. It should be an iPad yeah. game. Just looking at it, I don't want to play this game on a console. Are you, you kidding know, me? It's a yeah. funny I don't thing, this. though. I know we haven't reviewed it yet, but we're going to very soon. Mm-hmm. Resident Evil Revelations 2. Uh, I was very skeptical and... I don't know. After playing this game, I feel like I'm more on board with like, let's chop these things up. Here's a little bit of the game and you're going to get another little bit later and another little bit after that. Because if it's done well, if they do it right, I think it can be really interesting and I think it can really work and make me interested in the Resident Evil world again. And I haven't really been interested in the Resident Evil world in 10, 15 years. Well, I, I mean, every game company making things today if they want to attract as many people as they possibly can mm-hmm. has to look at free to play and i think we're going to start mm-hmm. to see it filter into a lot of other titles yeah and i think as much as that terrifies probably everybody involved with this discussion right now whether you're watching this podcast or us here or listening to us through a stream or whatever uh it's it's a major factor in the business right now and it's yeah. a major factor in uh, the business decisions about financing these titles and i think that this franchise in particular was a smart one for microsoft to, to uh, capitalize on because there's a lot of customization options that molyneux has left the franchise so they've got to kind of reinvent it and re-give it you know do something with it for uh the, the modern you know microsoft consumer out there Right. I'm just always concerned about um, when they promise you're never going to have to pay anything. Like they really put it out there. You're yeah. never going to have to play when pay when I know that that's not that can't be the case. Yeah. It can't be. You have to pay for something. Well, I think somebody's going to get this right. You know, I think yeah. somebody will get this right. I and mean, certainly you can say that uh, Riot and uh, Valve have been doing great with Dota and League of Legends. And there's other games that you can 
you can uh, point to them. We played well, a few, uh, you know, recently on iOS. I just King's talked Road. to people that were over the moon about Guild Wars too, and that's yeah. another game that you don't have to. I mean, you pay once and that's it. Yeah. So yeah. It's free content no, that they're getting. And I think if, I mean, I'm really against sort of taking value out of the equation because I think that's an important part of, uh, you know, media is feeling like you're getting something for something. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so prevalent, it's so prominent, and people are being, it's, it's not always even the money that, that the people are losing with all of these free-to-play, it's attention and it's time, yeah. you know? It's and that's what they're noise. fighting. I think you can't not process it as white noise. You know, when I get a game that's a AAA game, that's a full-length game, that's $70 or however much they were charging in Canada for games now, yeah. I can't not listen to it. Like, yeah. it's a radio station that broadcasts loud and clearly to me, but if it's free-to-play, it's just easier to ignore. Here's yeah. a little chopped-up bit of it, and that's kind of how I felt when I first loaded up Revelations. I wasn't a huge fan of the first one. I was glad it was fine. But I just, this is, you can pick this up for $5.99. You can buy all of the whole series of it for $34.99 or something like that. Yeah. But I, and I like being able to buy a little bit of it. Yeah. And you you're know, still paying for it, though. You know, you're still paying for it. It's not free to play, and I know it's not exactly the same thing, but I feel a lot better about spending $5.99 on something that I have an okay time with rather than spending $60, 70, $70 or $75 on something that I don't really enjoy that much. Well, I mean, clearly what's happened is that the industry has been fractured into a million different directions. It's not, mm-hmm. the you know, the constraints of channels is gone. Like, there used to be three consoles that we played on. Yeah. That's totally gone. I mean, all of those things are still so vibrant and alive. they're not making Dreamcast games? <laughs> they're not making Dreamcast games. But it's, it's a world where anything goes right now, and so everybody's got to try everything. I mean, Nintendo's got free-to-play games coming on the 3DS pretty soon. You know, they're bringing Puzzle and Dragon over. I like the little things that they've done with that. uh, Toad got a little puzzle game. I don't know what it was called, where he's in a little hut and you gotta go to another hut and then (laughs) get out. Treasure Tracker. Treasure Treasure Tracker. I didn't love it. It wasn't free again, but it's like $10 or $15 or $40. It was $40. And really, that's what the message is, I think, around all of this. I think that the, the industry didn't react quickly enough the, mm. the sort of traditional industry that you know was the the roots of our show and uh, that we've been covering since the very beginning that most of us have fallen in love with the Nintendo Sony Xbox types of experiences yeah. out there that traditional industry didn't react quickly enough you know to people having game entertainment at a lower cost and I think that there should have been some, and I've been tweeting this and saying this for a long time, that the game prices shouldn't be so prohibitive that they become this unbelievable luxury and then people just push it aside. They can't prioritize that. And, and they should, you know? They should prioritize games like they prioritize watching a TV I'm show. I'm so ready to spend money on games. Like, I'm, yeah. so, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry for saying that. I sound like an, an asshole for saying it. You but I'm like so, an old man. Huh? You just sound like an old man. I all my life I've been ready to spend money on games, no matter what. I yeah. just I want to spend money on it. I want to support it. It's something I like. I don't like looking for something that I can get for free so I can play three levels of it. I want to commit, and I don't care if it involves an investment, and I don't care how much that money amount of money is. It's worth it to me. Mm-hmm. It's worth it, and I feel like what's yeah. happened is there probably were a lot of people like me. Yeah. Ten years ago. 
and they just got burned too many times. And now they're breaking it down and they're making it easier and they're lowering the bar barrier enough yeah. to let people get over it again and say, well, what about $6 would you spend? That? I just <laughs> is think, that okay? Um, well, pricing is a big deal. And yeah. it, you know, it's clearly a big deal, especially in this digital economy. I mean, look at how much, uh, you know, newspapers. Maybe just it'll can't all survive. go away, though. Like, look, look at the problem we've had with bugs in games mm. and, you know, the way Dragon Age Inquisition came out and we had all the problems and it wasn't quite finished, yeah. quite cooked all the way. And we're yeah. trying to, we're trying to make a AAA game that's $70. And here it is, guys, but it kind of doesn't work yet, you know? Maybe just that model of we're building these huge, gigantic things that are epic and we've spent years in, on it and millions of dollars. Maybe that, that's just not, maybe that's not the way to do it anymore. Well, it's, I, it, it probably isn't the way for everybody to do it. I think that yeah. certain studios will do that. But I also don't think that the, uh, you know, the MOBA, MMO, you know, never-ending type of experience is the way to do it to have a healthy industry either I think that if you're only after replication of time sync and and uh, you know huge mass audiences paying a subscription thing you're gonna you're gonna end up there's gonna be like monopolies within the games business you know it's yeah. been very hard for anybody to counter Wow ever since that game came out mm. And people have tried over and over and over again. They've really tried to kind of replicate that model. And I don't know if that, and I don't know if it's the, because there's a ceiling on interest or time or, or the, the, the quadrants of the people that would be attracted to that are already kind of spoken satiated. For. Yeah, they're spoken for. But I feel like there needs to be a, uh, I, I, I know it's a heavy thing because developers, they want to have jobs mm -hmm. and they want to have art yeah. and they want to support their families and they, they want to, you know, make their niche in the business out there. But I feel like almost every game title needs to kind of, you, you know, sort of justify itself. It needs right. to kind of come into the space and say, we need this to play, not just because it's like this or like that or a combination of these things or that it will be all the game that you ever need to play. It needs to like, have a, a justification uh, in the wider context. Why is it good for the business, you know, for the game industry and for the consumers of games out there right. as well? I, you know? uh, I, this is strange to say, but I, I took off my jacket and I hope you two can still concentrate because I'm showing okay. you um, a lot why, of <laughs> why I'm still, uh, and why I honestly have been, I've been enjoying more freemium games lately and I don't, well, yes, because I don't like Spend, spending money. That's true. We're used to spending money on that's 60, true. 70 dollars on games. But we don't care. Also because I, my attention span has just gotten shorter and shorter. Yeah. And these little games I don't have to pay any money for, I have no attachment to. Well, I really could care and, less. And this is the exact analogy of how television evolved, too. Yeah. And we used to watch, you know, back in Scott's day when he was a kid, he used to... The 1930s. <laughs> he used to watch uh, TV... <laughs> used to watch TV shows, you know, on ABC, NBC, or CBS, because that's all there was, and then Fox came along. And he, he changed that dial. Well, you would just watch the show, you know, whatever they're they're giving you, and then, and you could you could bank the uh, all the advertising and all the rate cards and all that stuff was kind of built around uh, the the lead in and the lead out programming, and mm -hmm. people would just stay on one channel for the yeah. whole night, partially because they didn't want to get off their ass and turn the channel, but there just wasn't that choice. Now we don't watch TV like that at all. No. When, we, when watch we're watching live television, ten minutes of one show. Boom, 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 boom. You know what I love? Yeah. 
our industry has a problems for sure. Yeah. We love our games and everything, but and I want to change gears a little bit because we've been on this for a while yeah. and sure. it's awesome. Yeah. And I love the conversation. Mm. But you know, another mm. industry that has a lot of problems, a lot of similar pro problems, is Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, you know, we just saw a movie that opens today with Will Smith, one of the world's biggest stars, and Margot Robbie, one, one of, of the, the world's, world's hottest stars. She's super attractive. And uh, we don't. I don't think you should go see it. No. And, and partly why it doesn't work is partly why Hollywood kind of doesn't work right now. Yeah. Okay, explain. Well, it just wasn't. You don't want to. You don't want to mm -hmm. go into the review at all. No, I mean, I the review's out. It's on the show. I mean, I don't know if it aired. I don't know where. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Today, yeah. Uh, I didn't like it. I don't know what you gave it. A ten. Yeah, I gave, I gave it a ten. That's, that's just default. Uh, that's my Tourette's nine, reaction. Three. I, I guess what I'm trying to say is yeah. wherever movies want to go, whatever territory they want to go into, uh, those areas have not only been explored previously in other movies, for sure. Yeah. We've had con movies before. That's, that's what Focus is. It's a big con movie. But we've had TV shows that have gone into such depth yeah. on the same subjects yes. and have been so satisfying that it's hard to go backward and do this kind of Cliff's Notes version of the con movie or the con game or crime or whatever we've seen before in crime TV shows, whatever mm -hmm. we're getting in a movie theater. And it's kind of crazy that we still go to the movie theater. Like it's kind of absurd that we go somewhere to watch something that we'll be able to watch in our own homes like literally two a week weeks. later, yeah. yeah, two weeks later. Yeah. And it's getting more and more absurd all the time and yeah. Hollywood's really feeling that crunch. But. Yeah, but there's just there's to a, not feel that sense of emotion and connection that we've that TV and TV had a huge problem for a long time too, but it's kind of solved it for the short term right now. Yeah. And now Hollywood's got to start doing that. Yeah, and I think it's it's uh, there's a glut of product, you know, and there's a there's a glut of things to uh, get soaked up in, you know, and and everybody that's building anything, whether it's television, movies, animation music, whatever. They've all got to be thinking about that. And Will Smith's not enough. He's not enough no. to make people go to sit in the seats and or Margot Robbie's attractive body. Yeah. She's well, like listen, a female version of me. And the movie that we were raving about last week uh, was also not enough in Hollywood's estimation. The one that we would give the best movie of the year award and the thing that we were so excited for was Edge of Tomorrow. And it was not a commercial success, and it oh, started yeah. one of the biggest. Not enough people liked it. And one of it the biggest so stars well in the world, and one of the best directors working today. And mm -hmm. so there is no magic formula, but yeah, it's. Uh, I, I think but the magic formula might be what Michael Bay is bringing to the table because that's what's getting bums in seats. Yeah. It's this flashy. Um, it's just he's making everyone movies has such a hang for Mike, teenage Everyone boys. has a Michael Bay hangover, and I think it's there are more and more people who well, are that, feeling those hangovers. That all did the time. well. That did better internationally based on international business relationships. And that doesn't necessarily critically mean anything. No. I mean because. A movie is successful in other parts of the world. That's because there are parts of the movie that have been yeah. catered and designed to cater yeah. to those parts of the world, and that right. makes the movie more. And we're going to start to see that in games too. We're going to yeah. start to see the the Fifty I mean, Shades of Grey game. Well, we are starting to. I mean, uh, the the uh, the Kim Kardashian game oh, was right. huge, and then we just there's some we something like else that, that has come out right now, right? There's another. Uh, oh, the uh, Katy Perry game is in, in the works. Oh, right you know, so there is. Taylor Swift doesn't like her. There, there is a, a definite um, 
uh, function at work to kind of try to figure out what the business model and the business case and all of this stuff is, is, is going to play out financially and successfully for these corporations. And unfortunately, for people like us that just like to talk about the art and the creativity, now we also have to factor in things like price, which is a long sort of curve back to the question about how we feel about free to play. Right. It's messy and it is messy. You know, it's not something that we're jazzed about at all. We're also not jazzed about, you know, Hollywood formula and That's uh, a word from back in the day. Yeah. But uh, your time. Uh, I think I, I think we're gonna power through this. I think that, you know I know we are and creativity is still gonna win through. You know, and I I just read I hope uh, so. Jade Raymond's uh, great there was a great article on Jade on in Polygon that uh, Brian Crescente wrote and Jade was, uh, you know, pretty out front about why are we beating up on games, and and it's true, and there is a lot of beating up on games. We've done a lot of beating up on games in fixed basement. You know, I've mm -hmm. been kind of bummed out about a lot of stuff. You've had to cheer me up quite a bit over the last couple of years. I don't like that. And it's, but I feel like we're going to get through this, and I feel mm -hmm. like things are going to start to get cooler. The order. Not necessarily the greatest example of that, but yeah. uh, I think we're going to get through this. I do. I, I, I think it's going to not be a great year, mm -hmm. but I think once we get through this year, hopefully we're going to be okay again. Yeah. We're going to start we're, we're, we're going to start seeing stuff at E3 this year. You just booked E3 today. Yeah. Uh, we're going to start seeing things at E3 that are going to really kind of change the landscape. There has to be some people out there I that are making some things that are going to make my jaw hang open again. I haven't hung it open in a while. Yeah. I really want to. Well, well Batman's going to make us life. do that. Huh? Batman's going to make us do that. Oh, yeah. I don't and know. what they uh, just released is that the fact that the fact that the game is going to has an M rating, mm -hmm. which is a pretty big deal. Which means Harley Quinn. Well, I think it's probably <laughs> maybe we see Harley Quinn's boobs, but I think it's probably incredibly violent. Joker frontal nudity. And, well, and you know what's funny is the uh, <laughs> might be there's frontal nudity in the order, which is crazy. I, I kind of admire the uh, the amateur, or not the amateur, the uh, the mature aspirations of the game, even mm. though it doesn't really kind of hit all of those marks. But in the case of Batman, I think an M rating is what it's what the game deserves. Because it does, yeah, he's an M rated superhero. He totally is. The comic books are unbelievably heavy and violent and filled with gore and blood. Plus, and Wayne Manor totally filled with porno. Is it? Yep, old yeah. vintage Playboys, like tiny. A lot of porn shoots go on. Actually, in I can see that. Yeah. How else is he going to be a billionaire, right? Yeah. He's got to be home all day. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's uh, no, he, you know, super violent villains like the Joker, like Scott Snyder's Joker right now, cut off his own face and then stapled. Wait it a back second. This is the first face. time we've ever had any sun in the basement. Yeah, what's going the on? The sun is touching you. Are you burning? No, I'm okay. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I'm Someone okay. close that. I'm okay. It's fine. So, yeah, I think it's going to piss off a lot of uh, parents that have kids that like Batman. Who cares about parents? It's but not it's going, going to. A, it's going to be a great It's game. not going to. Like, These kids look, are already playing Grand Theft Auto. Exactly. Maybe. Like, look at GTA and all yeah. the success they've had. And, you know, the first game the first gta 3 you could get into a car with a hooker and pick her up and drive her out to the docks well, and ha have fun with her i know well, this can... has changed since but i remember being a toy fair talking to the lego folks about uh dark knight and oh. it was really it was the dark knight and they they had this the one batman your behind license. the scenes stories well they had the batman license but they couldn't do the dark knight because it was too 
psychologically terrifying. They couldn't toy it down. You know, they have since made the Dark Knight Rises. Right. So I think everybody went, oh, there's a lot of money yeah. in this Lego Batman. <laughs> but back then, they couldn't do the Dark Knight uh, Lego sets and figures and stuff. They did a general Batman thing, but okay. they couldn't kill couldn't This is it. a fascinating story. Mm -hmm. yeah, well, it's the, but that's the thing about the M rating around Batman. But anyway, yeah. let's yeah. move on. It was okay. kind of a dark day. Uh, Leonard Nimoy is dead. Yes. I'm sorry if, if I'm breaking news. I'm sorry. It is, I, it is sad. I hope you get, get Google soon. <laughs> what? I hope you guys get Google soon. Well, they don't know about Leonard Nimoy. Yeah, they I think a lot of people boy. know about Leonard But listen, uh, I don't really want to dwell on it. It's dark. We'll move on. It's kind of morbid. But he yeah. had a great life, and he lived a long time, and he had a lot of success. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, and you know, he was uh, like, what do you want from your life? Like Le Leonard Nimoy got that. He was yeah. incredible in everything that he was in. Incredible. Did you, did you watch Fringe? Did you guys? I watch? watched it. Did yeah. you watch Fringe at all? Uh, yeah. Fringe. Did you? Sure. He was great in Fringe. He yeah. was awesome. He was great in Star Trek movies. He was awesome in the Star Trek movies. Remember that one with the whale when he and <laughs> I don't know what that one was called. Yeah. That was number four. Blake says it was four. What other questions do you have for us? I think uh, we should do. Harrison Ford and Blade Runner too. Oh yes. I should cheer you up. Yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty cool news as long as it's handled right. It's Denis Villeneuve that's directing it, right? And he did Prisoners, was one of his last ones. He's a French-Canadian director. Yeah, Blake knows all about these guys, which is great. Blake's a movie expert. Uh, I am psyched that it's happening. I actually, full disclosure, um, I know the uh, the owner of the... Uh, oh, my God, the, you do? ...of the studio that has the rights to make the movie. And uh, I think they bought the rights... Um, uh, to just kind of on a lark just because they could and I don't know if there was ever this idea that it was actually going to get made but Ridley Scott got behind the script and uh, and Harrison Ford got behind the script and so now it's happening which is insane I don't know if it needs it yes that's exactly right I think these things are dangerous yep. you're on thin ice man mm -hmm. You can have something that has been so satisfying for us for so long. Yeah, nearly a perfect and, film. If, and you can have it yeah. destroyed. Yeah. And there were so many things that were originally kind of messed up and wrong about the first, about the original Blade Runner that turned out to be excellent choices. Those mistakes worked in Ridley Scott's favor. Those mistakes worked in Harrison Ford's favor. And I don't think... And I think you get lucky, and those things. I mean, whenever you're making any art, you get lucky. Yeah. And I think they got super lucky that first time around, thinking that they're going to get lucky again. I don't want to see them try to get lucky a second mm -hmm. time. Well, and now it's going to be, uh, you know, and Terminator Genesis is coming, and I, I, I'm definitely curious to see it. But they're doing this Back to the Future thing with it, where they're trying to recreate the vibe of the Cameron Terminator movies. And that's also very dangerous, and that's... I care I, less about the but, Terminator, though. But I don't want to see them try to, like, recreate the vibe of Ridley Scott's Blade Runner. Like, take it and move forward and build mm. it and make it, you know, justify it on its own sort of merits. We all you know? still feel, and, you know, we're going to be talking about this over the course of the year, the burn of the Star Wars prequels, and we saw sort of the, the artistic downfall of George Lucas. I think we all think a little bit less of him, right. and we look at those original movies as a series of kind of brilliant, awesome choices, but also a series of mistakes that kind of worked in their favor. Like well, I, and, and there's something to be said with the, um, the enthusiasm of, uh, you know, not knowing any different and not having that experience, but trying anything and doing everything that they can to be mm -hmm. inventive with what they're doing. And 
if you're building art and it's just a, a reflection of what has already been created before, it, uh, it doesn't work. I mean, that's what was so great about um, uh, Cameron doing Aliens, you know, mm. and that was a much different movie than Ridley Scott's yeah, Alien. And a total both, gear shift. And they both totally worked beautifully, you know? So if Villeneuve can do the Aliens version of Blade Runner, that would be great. You're asking a lot. I mean, I, I think mostly what you're going to get are, are movies that are probably uh, okay. And then yeah. forever you'll think a little bit less of Blade Runner. Yeah. And, that, and I hate that that's the takeaway, but that's the takeaway. Well, Prometheus is another shining oh. example of that too, right? Prometheus was kind of cool in a lot of ways, but uh, no. it was no alien, you know? And there was Ridley Scott at the helm of all of that too. Uh, what are some of the other things you want to well, talk about today? Uh, on this subject matter, Sigourney Weaver and... Just confirm that you're going to be in Neil Blomkamp's. Yes, and and the other big yeah. So there's a new alien. Yeah, so Sigourney Weaver and uh, and also Michael Bean, I think, are going to be in Neil Blomkamp's Alien movie, which is only taking the first and second Alien movies into consideration, ditching the other two or three. I think it's two. Uh, and uh, Blomkamp is going to do everything that he can. I've been reading some stuff from him that he's he's. He's uh, basically uh, mea culpa about Elysium, saying that he effed up with the movie and that mm. he, he wants to build something. Uh, uh, he's been, this is his dream, this, this alien movie he he's wants had to for a long time. Add to the alien turd ship that set sail <laughs> a long time ago. I, I don't know, man. I, I, I mean, he's. Why, he, though? He's he, like, that, like, District 9 was brilliant. It was. Brilliant. Again, a guy that, you know, was too bold to fail and, and not so much experience that he uh, he uh, edited himself into meaninglessness you know he mm. built something really kind of amazing I don't want to see a Neil Blomkamp alien movie I don't care okay I really so like Marissa the, and I will review that yeah one. you two review that okay uh, alright and do the Blade yeah. Runner too okay what other movies can I do Blake well, how about the uh, Chris Pratt Indiana Jones movie, which right, Steven talk. Spielberg has said that he wants to direct? That's just gossip. And he no Spielberg says he wants to do it, and he endorses Chris but, Pratt. But in it's the not role. decided. It's He's not, not directing it's not it. Not done yet. But Chris Pratt is not cast yet. It's all just in the Hollywood it's Kardashian rumor mill. rumor mill. I don't know, dude. I think when it's up to but, this level, but we're Spielberg, still speculating. But though. when Spielberg is saying that this is going to happen, this is like. Sending out the the jujus that we're gonna get this movie, but we don't have it yet. No, and then when that day comes, so Marissa and I will review it. You can review it, okay. and also I will buy you a cake. Okay. Oh, yeah. that's very nice. Well, no I, sugar in it. Can I just say that I, that has mortified me? I was, it took me a long time to even reconcile a, 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 how I felt about that, and I think we were asked about it on the yeah. The fourth one was terrible. I had I still enjoyed. Well, I know that's movie. you have uh, bad taste sometimes. I have really great taste, and I'm open to enjoying. You lots get the of Indiana things. Jones blinders on. I know I enjoy a lot. This of is all things. fine. So everything worked out okay. <laughs> they, Everything's fine. It makes sense. They just cut out shy. He's so young. He can do anything. He can still jump. He's still great. But this is the thing. I've come to terms with the fact that Chris Pratt would make an okay Indiana Jones. He would. Who wants he to would. see him as Indiana Jones? But Harrison Ford has got to be in the movie. Just and, leave, and, him, leave it behind. Be Why can't these movies just be an isolated moment? We enjoyed it. We tried to make a fourth one. It didn't go our way. And so let's leave it now. Let's I, cut our losses. I want there to be more Indiana Jones movies. You know? More bad ones? Because no, that's, be that's probably what you're. That's probably what you're going to get. Want good ones. Spielberg is a hey, genius. He couldn't make the fourth one good. I, I know it's not this. It's not a direct comparison because indeed sort of lives in the past and it has to be a uh, a product of an era. I totally get that. 
but I like I also like the comparison to James Bond and the longevity with James Bond and the different actors that got to play James Bond. And there have been lots of crappy James Bond movies, but I love the James Bond. And there movies. will be more crappy James yes, Bond there movies. Were. And I don't want to see Raiders of the Lost Ark, one of the greatest movies for, ever made. Maybe Russia, the greatest movie Russia ever made. Love and Goldfinger are some of the best I don't want to movies see ever made. The legacy of that movie besmirched even more. And they made a bunch more. of bad Bond movies after that, but they also made some really great ones. You don't even listen. I'm listening. You don't even listen to no, what I'm you're listening. saying. Ra Raiders is the best movie ever made, for sure. Raiders is incredible. But it Why are we trying to make more? Because the character is so incredible. He's the coolest he character. He was great. Let's let him have his moment and find some new ones. New I, characters. I, I, that are just like Indiana Jones. No, we're done with that. We don't need him anymore. No, you need I, him still. I love Indiana Jones. I, I know see you many, do. Many, many All right. Movies with you know what? Wear your, go home and wear your cosplay of Indiana Jones, <laughs> and I'll be the uh, Alfred Molina. And okay. you can, you can throw me the idol. They're actually going to go out for ice cream after this and hold oh, ready, hands ready, on the park bench. We're fine. Okay. Throw me the idol. I throw you the whip. Okay, now me. Okay. <laughs> now ready, ready as go long. Okay, here we go. Got okay. it. Okay. Can we move on? Yeah, Blake's got some more stuff. Because, on Blake. Blake, well, we talked about movies about a lot Indiana last Jones. week because okay, he's a, he's he did Blake, this. Blake is as skeptical as, as Scott is. I he's think a, sometimes he's even more so. Yeah. yeah, of course more than me. Yeah. Like That's the no, way and, people and we, should be. And we need the skepticism for sure. <laughs> Just like uh, we need the optimism the and the, realism. Uh, and the, uh, the hopefulness. You know? So Lots to be excited. Be careful what you hope for. Okay. Somebody wants to know if you're excited about the Deadpool movie. I'm very excited about that. Absolutely. Uh, if somebody wants to know a Deadpool movie, Ryan Reynolds is out there tweeting uh, images of the uh, the new Deadpool costume. Uh, I, I'm excited because Ryan Reynolds, that I is know. doomed. No, I know. no, I no. Blake <laughs> <laughs> knows I'm right. No, it's because the stuff that they've done in the past it sucked for sure. But so many lessons have been learned, and so many people oh, have been paying attention to. And you know what? I love you. You know what's going to make this stuff so work? Many, so many lessons have been learned. So many no, people have been paying it's attention. True. It's true. What he's saying is true, though. Why, I mean, you can see it on television every week. Hollywood is getting how to honor these characters and these, uh, you know, the mythology of these superheroes and these, you know, quasi superheroes like. Uh, uh, in some cases. Like Deadpool, so in some cases. Ant-Man. Very well. I think Ant-Man's going to be a fun movie. I also think uh, yeah, the be. Daredevil show on Netflix is going to be terrific next month. All right. I'm uh, so psyched for maybe. that. Maybe. Do you have any toys to open? No toys this the week. <laughs> like, uh, that's the first time he's asked for a toy break. <laughs> I think he's superheroed out. But yes, I'm excited about Ryan Reynolds. Everybody has been paying attention to the missteps. Green Lantern 2. No, listen. He's never going to do that. He's been out... No, that's what this movie will be. No, he's uh, he's been out saying that he didn't get the script for Green Lantern. He took he took the job. Oh, he I'm thought sick it would of be this horse shit. And it, and it, uh, oh, he's making excuses. He made a lot yeah. of money doing what he did. I'm soured I mean, on Ryan Reynolds. I didn't get the script early enough. I don't blame enough. Green Lantern on Ryan Reynolds. No, no, of course no, not. No, no, no definitely not. But I still... Yeah, he's Campbell. still been Martin tainted. He's been, he's been tainted. He's been tainted. He knows it. He needs a hit, for sure. Also, that lady he was in the movie with, pretty attractive. Blake. Yeah, Blake Lively. Blake? They're married now, Didn't they get married? Oh, yeah, that's married. good for them. Yeah. They probably have great-looking yeah. sex. I, <laughs> they probably have great-looking sex. <laughs> Speaking of sex, um, today House of Cards is out. Oh, the 27th is today, yeah? Yeah, Did you on Netflix. Calendar? No. And do, there do your, do your is imitation of sex. Kevin Spacey. 
Get me, you on the phone, homie. Where's Claire? So, do your Michael Caine now. My go guy. Okay. My go guy. Okay, she'll fit right in with us because I cannot do an impression for the. Hey. You can do Get Meacham on the phone. Claire, get Ed Meacham on the line. We having a moment to lose. <laughs> That's good. That's I know just, it's good. Are you kidding? I just like him. That's awesome. That was awesome. So House of Cards is up. It's not really in our wheelhouse. We're going to review it. Of course it is. Well, I know it is, but I don't want to spend a lot of time talking about it. I've already put up with all this. No, I'm just excited about it. Uh, that's something that people are talking about, House of Cards. Also, people are talking about this whole dress gate, and I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. I just want to say... I'm so sick of this I just want to say that I did see the white and gold, and then I went outside for a bit, and then I came back inside, and then I saw the blue all and black. Right, all right, Very all strange. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right, all yeah. right, all right. <laughs> You'd be a lot cooler if you did. Okay. This is my invisible Oh, joint. yes, and the other big... The other big uh, <laughs> And this is great because Blake joined us today and he also said these might be some pretty interesting uh, talking points for us to talk about. And he's so right. And we probably would have gotten yeah. three of these without him here. Well, yeah, all the stuff <laughs> we've just been talking about all came from Blake. Yeah. Primarily. But uh, FCC the, ruled on uh, net yeah, neutrality. Ed Meacham. Ed Meacham, yeah. The uh, net neutrality. Net neutrality has gone through at the FCC. The, the I, I don't know what this is about. Net neutrality is uh, about having an open internet and not constraining it, not constricting it, okay. um, not sort of uh, giving um, uh, too much oversight to corporations and uh, government committees and stuff like that. So the way that uh, the internet is kind of parsed out, and basically what net neutrality has uh, is hoping to avoid because it's being contested now by a lot of these media companies that want to take control of the internet mm. is um, this channel constriction, constriction thing that we've seen in every other form of communication since the dawn of communication. Right. You know, it's always been sort of sort of owned by all of these different purveyors of, of stuff and, and uh, Google and lots of other companies that have been born and formed through the openness of the internet have been fighting very hard to keep it open so that anybody could come out with any kind of uh, uh, content or, or uh, information uh, from any place so, and, and how, get it out there. How can we support it and, and then maybe talk about the rest of it on your own private podcast? <laughs> well, that's it. That's all I want to say. <laughs> what, but, can, what can they do, though, if, they, if they're interested? Just, just be aware and just, okay. you know, sign the petitions because it worked. I, it, you know, it was a pretty big vote and then lots of people were uh, flipping out that it wasn't going to go through and that uh, suddenly... You know, huge corporations that have, that have the say, we're going to be in charge of all that stuff. I wonder how Ryan Reynolds voted on it. Yeah. Green Lantern 3 or no? He didn't read the script. Blake, yeah. uh, we got 10 minutes left. Yeah. What, you got, what? So we got some yeah. questions. Somebody wants to know if you think Batman is already the game of the year. Oh, sure. Do What's I already think it's Batman of the year? Game of the year. It's the game. Is it Batman of the year? It's it's the game I'm most looking forward to this year. I don't know if there's a like. It's not going to be the most surprising game of the year choice. It could be the game of the year. I would I would second that emotion. My game of the year is Dead or Alive Five. Plants vs Zombies Three. <laughs> Guys, I really like the bouncing. Okay. And Dead or Alive Five. Yeah. But this is like the final version of Dead or Alive 5, But right? it's not. Because no, they, had, they, they always Dead say that, How many Dead or Alive 5s have we had? Five already? million. Uh, like, you think that it would die already. I'm so, I'm so Dead or Alive 55. I'm so good at it. Yeah? I, I'm also good at it. Boob physics. I found a, I found a little monkey in the game, and I chased it. Okay, him. you know what? <laughs> so Batman, 
<laughs> likely will be the game of the year. Is Batman a fighting game? It'd be fun to. Do you like fighting as Batman in Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe? Yeah, that's fun. Is it DC Universe? Yeah, or Mortal just Kombat DC? X. You're going to be seeing that next week, aren't you? Scott's off to GDC next week, so San Francisco. Be, he won't be at the. Uh, he won't be in the basement next week. It's just going to be. Yeah, it'll be and you I. two all alone plus yeah. Blake yeah. chaperone. Yeah. We'll, we'll have more FCC talk. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, it's going to be all alone. <laughs> One full hour solid. Got a schooler. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta read up. I just know it's a good thing. Yeah, it's, right. good. It's, good. it's good that we're No, it is good, of course. Good. Yeah, yeah. we're just making yeah. fun. Um, but Scott is very excited about San Francisco. I haven't really been to any game events since I yeah. got sick. Yeah. And I'm, I'm ready to go. I want to yeah. see all my people, and I want to see the people who are out there trying to make these games. I want to talk to you people ready at dawn. We got to talk about some things. They have gone very silent. I feel uh, I feel bad for them. I'm excited they're, though. They're being raked over the coals. Right I'm not. We're not. I'll deal with them next week. Yeah. Okay. I'm excited though for San Francisco. I want to put these two fingers right on the pulse. Oh Whoa. God. Whoa. Right I, on the pulse I of the video. You were gonna do a I shocker. know. Right on the pulse of the video game industry. Okay. Is a heart beating inside. Where are all the good games? I know Batman's in June. Put your fingers down. This is how I'm going to do it. Though. I yeah. want to see that. There's though. lots of great games coming. Uh, I'm going to find out next week. I, it, it's not so much to get coverage for the show. I'll get some coverage. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to be working. <laughs> but I just, I really want to see people. And I wanna, you want to see Ben Silverman. I just want to say hi. I'm just happy that I'm still in this great industry. And that's, yeah. uh, that's actually going to be one of the things that you'll notice... Uh, on the podcast from week to week because we don't have the uh, uh, the resources that we've had in previous years because we're we're just one show right now so we're going to be hitting the road quite a bit mm -hmm. more often yeah uh, so from week to week it'll probably be one or two of us let's send her somewhere well she's going to be going to uh, L A L A soon okay. yeah I just soon. I went to Seattle for the day yeah tell us about Seattle I went to Arena Net mm -hmm. and we talked about Guild Wars two. Uh, I've met a lot of YouTube and Twitch personalities right. there. Yeah. Uh, it was very strange. It was strange because you just see uh, people around with their phones talking to themselves on their phones. But then they post it to whatever it is they're posting it to and they get thousands of likes and hits and they're just big internet people. And uh, it's just, I don't know, it's weird to see because I feel like I'm on the other side of the fence because we do TV. Yeah. Uh, it was just really interesting to see that. But it was also interesting to play Guild Wars for the first time and actually enjoy myself. And see how big the fan base for the and game is huge. and the space. I know, and there's a whole bunch of these uh, communities around things that we don't necessarily, partially because we're talking about new stuff mm -hmm. every day. You know, we just don't have a lot of time to just sit and cover League of Legends over yeah, and over. Yeah, well, they're huge games. And they are massive, and those, those uh, the, you know, the install base and the amount of people that play and the amount of streams that are out there on Twitch and everywhere else, just incredible. Guys, we have five minutes left. Let's mm -hmm. take a couple more questions yeah. and then wrap it. We want time for a couple. We might have time for one. Okay, let's do it. Like, five minutes. Questions. Should developers focus less on cinematics and more on gameplay? Come on, five questions. Well, let's go. Um, yes, I'm going to say yes to that because we just played Dead or Alive and the cinematics, uh, just like the cutscenes were... Awful. Well, they also, were horrendous. The order is a great testament to this. That's a, I mean, it's a, an awesome rule of thumb, but then I think there are exceptions to the rule. I think Metal Gear and Uncharted solid, yeah. and Batman has some incredible and Mass Effect. I mean, 
I think they need to think about all of it, and they need to have a quality bar that's that's consistent. Anytime you're playing a game through. and you're looking at your watch during a cinematic, yeah, something is wrong. Yeah, well, something has gone wrong. I did like those cutscenes though in Metal Gear Solid. I would watch them uh, and really enjoy them. And also to go back to House of Cards, uh, they do have a little egg scene that reminded me a lot of Metal Gear Solid. Eggs. It's fine. We yeah, there's cooking of eggs. Yes, when you see it, you'll oh, feel it. From okay, your four. Yeah, from Metal Gear Four. Okay, cool. four more. Is anyone looking forward to Bloodborne? I don't know what that yes. is. Yes, three more. I, yes, I'm looking forward to Bloodborne. I uh, started to get into Dark Souls Two when we were doing our because uh, we didn't review it. That was always the Ben and Jose thing. Uh, but I played quite a bit of it when we were getting ready for the Rocket and Ray Gun Awards. And yeah, uh, yeah I'm looking forward to Bloodborne. It's basically going to be a uh, next gen caliber visually uh, Dark Souls. Uh, Dark Souls. Yeah. No, kind of vibe. it's not my kind of game. Yep. Next question. Three more guys. Three more. We could Are do. we going to be at Fan Expo this year? Yes. Uh, Two more. You got to repeat the question first. Are we going to be at Fan Expo this year? We can't really confirm that. Yeah, we'll be there. Right we'll be, I, I think we're going to be at the Toronto one, we'll but we're deciding whether or not we're going to be at the Vancouver one. Yeah, the Toronto one, sure. What about yeah. the Adult Video Awards? Yes. 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 Scott yes. is accepting Two more. his Lifetime Achievement Award. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Okay. Got, got one? People keep asking about why your pants are tight and why you're <laughs> <laughs> I know. Scott's trying to pull off this pants tucked in it's thing, thing, thing today. And pants. They're not reasonable. Any, none of the pants you. that he owns are reasonable. The shirts that he owns are not reasonable. He just wants to show Listen, off his body. Are you it's my fine. mom? <laughs> like, who says, look at those, those are not reasonable pants for you to wear, son? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. We're having one of our wars. <laughs> what the my hell? Outfit. Your pants are really tight. Hey, Scott, Scott. People notice. Yeah. Thank you, people. Why do you get so you defensive? You you're, I thought you're proud you of your go. body. I am you proud go. of my body. I was ready. It was sick last year, and now it's back to life. I'm excited to show it off. I want people to look at it. God. So what if ladies look at it? I don't care. <laughs> Next, we got two. What? One more? Two more? That didn't count. Okay. Oh my goodness. What? <laughs> what are you Nothing doing else? this? What are you doing this weekend besides feverishly masturbating? Why do you have to say that? <laughs> are you making me soup, Mom? I don't do that anymore. Well, you usually ask that question, yeah, so it's been flipped around, and I think that's uh, that's a good one. Uh, you know, I love our dynamic. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so next, Victor <laughs> Lucas, what are you doing this weekend? Yeah, like, are, you, are you feverishly masturbating? Why don't you ask him the same <laughs> questions? Oh, you were you really? Uh, no, I won't be feverishly <laughs> masturbating. Why not? You're a grown man. I, I'll be. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be playing some Homeworld Remastered because that's coming oh, up pretty that's soon. That's what he says when he's doing yeah. feverishly yeah, 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 remastered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we just got a, a 3, a 3DS code. <laughs> I'll be playing Homeworld Remastered is, too, babe. Is, is. <laughs> and so will Tommy. Well, I know you will be playing Homeworld Remastered. I know you will. You'll be packing. What are you going to be, be doing? Are you going to be feverishly masturbating? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Oh my god. Why, why are we you, all so furious when we're masturbating? No, yeah. it's why can't feverishly, not furiously. Oh, <laughs> why is that? We're so angry while we're doing it. Our lives like, are the worst. You, what will you be doing this <laughs> A lot of gaming, a lot of having fun. It's supposed to be nice. Well, I don't know, today's and, and nice. definitely getting outside. Like there's sun coming in the basement window. <laughs> I hope you enjoy your trip to San Francisco. I'm yeah. going. Yeah, I wish you guys were coming. 
You don't, you're happy that we're not coming. No, why would I be happy? I've been telling Vic to come all week. I said oh. everyone would love to see him. I mean, no one's seen you since when last we year? Just, we June. don't have the budget to send everybody down. So this Listen, is, this is right. good. You're going yeah, to have got a some great money. time. I got some money. You got some money? I got a right. five, I think. Okay. That's it for this episode of Vic's Basement. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Ended kind of strange like the old days. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for watching and listening. See Thanks for playing. Thanks for the good topics. Have a great time in San Francisco. Stitcher! <laughs> Vic's Basement would like to thank its sponsors, EB Games, Nintendo, Xbox, and Game Loft. <laughs>